morning and welcome to Daily Devotions. I hope you're having a great Monday morning so far. My name is Israel and it is my honor to encourage you at the beginning of this week. We are in week two of our Advent Devotion series and yesterday, Sunday, we would have celebrated the second Sunday of Advent. So on the Advent wreath, we've got our second candle symbolizing peace. The peace of Jesus that has come into the world as the light to humanity has been given to us. Now, for those of you who are tuning in and maybe didn't tune in last week, Advent is a season of preparation. It is traditionally the season leading up to Christmas Day. And so very often people forget that Advent is more than just a fun little calendar to have a little chocolate treat every day. But Advent is a season where we commemorate to two separate Advents. The word Advent comes from the Latin word Adventus, meaning that to come or to arrive. And the first Advent was the Advent that we celebrated in the Old Testament in how the people of God who were faithfully waiting the Messiah in the Old Testament anticipated the coming of a Savior to them. And that is symbolized in the two Advent candles of hope and peace with readings from the book of Isaiah chapter 9 last week and Isaiah chapter 40 for the second week of Advent being the primary reading. After that, we enter into the second Advent because the Messiah did come, but we are also awaiting the return of the Messiah, proclaiming the words Maranatha or come Lord Jesus, which is the closing line of the New Testament in the book of Revelation chapter 22, verses 21. But we are in Isaiah chapter 40 today, and we are spending our Advent day with John the Baptist. There's a passage in Isaiah chapter 40, what I read for us is verses 3 to 5, and it's actually a bit of a prophecy of John the Baptist, the cousin of Jesus. It says, a voice cries, in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in a desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up and every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level and the rough places a plain. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it come together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Now, the John the Baptist, the prophet John the Baptist, the cousin of Jesus, would eventually be born and he would proclaim his own ministry as a voice in the wilderness that is making the way straight for the coming of the Lord. Now, he calls the people of Israel to a place of repentance so that they can be ready to receive the Messiah. And when they asked him if he was the Messiah, he says that one is coming who is, he isn't even worthy to untie the straps of his sandals. And when Jesus eventually did come, he proclaimed Jesus to be the son of of the Most High, and he baptized Jesus, the heavens opened up, the Holy Spirit descended upon him like a dove, and scripture says it remained on him, and a voice from heaven proclaimed, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Now, John the Baptist prepared the way of the Lord by calling the people of Israel to repentance so that we can ultimately prepare our own hearts to receive Messiah, Jesus. Now, likewise, as we are in this Advent season, commemorating, remembering now how in the Old Testament they anticipated the coming of the Lord and how we also anticipate the coming of the Lord. And you might be going through some stuff this time of year. 
very often people face a lot of burnout, a lot of anxiety, a lot of tiredness as the year is very quickly coming to an end. There's deadlines to be met. And all you're trying to do is you're trying to reach the end point, that final finishing line where you're just trying to get through the year so that you can enter into your own holiday season of your family and enjoy a time of rest. Now, as we prepare our own hearts to receive the coming of the Lord, you might be wondering, what can you do in your life to position your heart to receive Jesus? And that brings me to the words of Philippians chapter 4. It's a very well-known passage. I'm quoted very often, but it says this, The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but let your requests be made known to God with thanksgiving. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I believe at the root of all human anxiety is human need, a need for comfort, a need for provision, a need for protection, a need for assurance, a need for stability, a need for belonging. There's need in it. And scripture never promises that we won't face anxiety. Scripture never promises that we won't face human need. But what scripture does promise us is that the peace of God will come into our lives as symbolized by the second candle of Advent. Peace will come. But the promise of the peace of God coming towards humanity and into humanity doesn't start with human need, even though at the root of anxiety is human need. It starts with the promise of the nearness of the Lord. The passage says, the Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. A mentor of mine in California used to always tell me that the key for breakthrough in any area of your life is to recognize that the Lord is near. There is nothing that you are going through today that is not met with an awareness of the Holy Spirit's presence with you. If you need wisdom, he is there with you. If you need encouragement, he is there with you. If you need protection, he is there with you. If you need comfort, he is there with you. There is so much that we've been given access to in the Spirit by God putting his own Spirit in us and with us. And if we would just turn our awareness towards his presence with us, we might also make straight away in the wilderness of our lives, the wilderness, the Nazareth, as we spoke about last week, Monday, that we are all waiting through as we sit, symbolized with the first candle last week, in hope, waiting for the breakthrough of Jesus to come into our lives. We can also, while we wait, make way the praise of the Lord by becoming aware of his presence and letting the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, come into our hearts and guard our minds and our hearts in Christ Jesus. There's another passage in the book of Revelation chapter 11, which says that the saints overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. And then Revelation 19 says that the testimony of the works of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Now you might be going through some stuff today where what you really need to do is you need to become aware of the Lord's presence being with you in this season. And the second thing you need to do is you need to stand on the testimony of the breakthrough that God has performed in your life already. God has never failed you. He's never left you before. He hasn't not come through for you. He hasn't provided before. You were here today because the Lord has carried you even at times when it felt like you've been alone. 
The Lord has always brought you through this. You will go get through whatever it is that you're facing right now. The Lord's done it before, and the Lord is faithful to do it again for you. But perhaps you just need to take that verse, the testimony of the works of Jesus, the breakthrough that is performed in your past, and apply that as a prophecy in your life, because it says it's a spirit of prophecy. Now, whatever you're going through right now, the Lord's brought you through this before, and the Lord will bring you through this again. Stand on the word of your testimony. The Lord will not drop you. And as you become aware of the peace of God with you and the presence of God with you, start becoming a person that shares that peace to the world. That starts proclaiming to the world that actually peace has come as we anticipate the peace of the Lord to come into all of our lives. I hope this has been an encouragement with for you. And I really hope that you tune in every day and follow along with this Advent season and that the message of Advent will prepare your hearts for Christmas Day as we celebrate the actual birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Can we pray? Father, thank you for the nearness of your presence with us. Thank you for the promise of peace. Thank you that you've brought us so far and we know and we prophesy and we testify over our own lives that you will do it again and that you will carry us through whatever it is we're facing. Whatever anxiety we are facing today, stresses with work trying to wrap the year off, will you guide us through this and lead us into your perfect peace? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.